Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney. I'm the host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Whether you're watching us live on our Rise Up For You Facebook page or you're listening to us while you're driving or perhaps sitting outside and getting some vitamin D, we're excited that you are here. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest today and then we'll get started. Carl Watkins is an amazing individual. He is from Chicago, Illinois, and he is here to talk with us and inspire us. He conducts life-changing keynotes. He uses his public platform to empower and encourage people to turn their setbacks into success. His message is one of hope, overcoming adversity and obstacles. He loves to inspire, empower, and achieve he uses these three things to help you redirect your adversity to solutions that fulfill your purpose. Ah, oh, so goes with our brand and our message. Carl Watkins, we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. Yes, I'm excited to be here, Lauren. Thank you so very much for having me. It's just a joy on this beautiful Friday to be uh, talking to you this afternoon. Absolutely. We're excited to have you here. How did you first start kind of Preparing your message to help people, and what is something that you just love about the work that you're doing? I, I love the work that I'm doing always because I've always loved people, uh, even from the beginning. Uh, just even as a child, I can remember my mom getting kind of nervous growing up in the late '60s, early '70s. She was nervous about how friendly I was as a child. I spoke to everyone when we went everywhere. I waved at everyone, and she was always kind of cautious and worried about me saying that maybe somebody's going to snatch you up, stay close to me, you know, those kind of things as a frightened parent. But uh, I always just had this keen uh, awareness with me with people and being able to like talk to them and and kind of like get inside. And I, and I kind of, as I grew older, kind of figured that that was a gift, uh, a gift that was just given to me and able to just reach people. And, and that's what I do now. And that's what I love to do. That it's so important to have a tribe, to have someone to a mentor, a coach, a consultant yes. like yourself to guide us through. Because as we have adversity, it is absolutely possible to change it into something that can be for our benefit. Yes. However, it often takes someone to support us. Yeah, it, it, it took that. It took that for me as well. Um, even though I was that kind of person, and still is. A lot what I had on the inside and giving that to someone else took some pulling out. I, I dealt with some mentors and I and I dealt with some people and uh, they kind of like walked me through it. it. It became experiences and me sharing my experiences became empowerment for me. And those kind of things is what made me to know that I can share this with someone I can empower. Uh, that's one of my one of my pet my well, I wouldn't say pet peeves. It's one of my cliches empower. Uh, inspire, empower, and achieve. And if you can marry those three together, you pretty much got the fulfillment of everything. Mm, I love it. 
Let's talk a little bit more about the three of them. So yeah. do you feel like for your clients, you want them to go in that order? So inspire first and then empower, and then you can achieve what you want. It, it kind of works in that order and how I work with them, even with building the culture. I, I began with vulnerability and that is my cornerstone. That's my foundation. That's what I lay everything on because I had to deal with that in myself first. And that's why I think everyone has to deal with then once you can deal with that and know how to strategically use that, you can tap into that as my next thing. I say vulnerability is your superpower. Uh, a lot of people get the uh, understanding or they get a misunderstanding, shall I say, that being vulnerable is weak. And I'm just finding out and then working with others and, and drawing up my plans or dealing with businesses and, and clients that through vulnerability, uh, there's growth in business, there's growth in relationships, and there's growth in the dynamic of who you are as a person. And uh, when we realize that and move toward that, you have to find things that inspire you. You'll get inspired once you start dealing with the things that you're vulnerable about. And everyone in, knows what they are because they are that person. But once you start delving into those and start turning those into your superpower, then you'll get inspired. And once the inspiration comes, you'll start doing the things that you love, things that, that you're engaged in, things that you're passionate about. And through that passion, you become empowered. And oftentimes when we're empowered, there's nothing left but achievement. So once we're empowered, the achievement comes on as that. So they do work hand in hand, but vulnerability is definitely the base in that. We believe in so much about that as well. We talk a lot about emotional intelligence. Yeah. It sounds very similar to what you're saying. It first starts with me, that vulnerability, that, mm -hmm. you know, curiosity before it can really accelerate and create growth and achievement. Yes, absolutely. And that that takes away the fear with you. A lot of times we have those fears and vulnerability uh, tends to play on those. Not only that, experiences play on those too and how we let those interact with us, how we take those on. And a lot of times the vulnerability is just us taking on. It has nothing to do with the individual that you're dealing with because majority of the times, unless it's told to them, unless they walk through that story, they have no idea what you're being vulnerable about. So that's why it's your power. And that's why I tell the clients that I work with in your businesses, in your culture and those foundations you're trying to build, give that out uh, strategically in places where it's needed, where people can grab that, feel that compassion and that closeness with you, bond that relationship. And therefore that builds the businesses. And that's why I do on the business level with that. And it all starts with that. It's, it's not a separation, but it's a marriage of even that with life and even that with business and it grow together and you're the individual that it grows with. I love that. I love that growth journey and that it's an evolution of self-discovery. Yeah. Like what, what am I yes. about? And then how can I contribute to you? Absolutely. And it gives you, uh, it puts you on a journey of self-discovery, your own self, because when you start to come out the box with some things that you were fearful of doing, some things you didn't want to try because you was you was and it all it all stems from fear. And that's that's the cornerstone of the vulnerability, because you are always scared about what someone else sees or what someone else will say or what someone else will think. All of those things are exterior. They're not you. So in essence of that, when you take on that and you flip it inside out. You can understand that I can deal with my vulnerability because I'm not concerned with what people say. I'm not concerned with how people think of me. If I'm being me and I'm being true to me, 
uh, you know, that's what it is. And society has really, really helped in this, uh, creating this for those who would like to be vulnerable, for those who would like to engage in those kind of relationships. What I'm finding uh, through the course of the pandemic is that we're getting back to that. Uh, we're having the zones. People are talking about mental health. People are talking about their growth. People are talking about their journeys, their hurts, uh, you know, their sorrows, those kind of things. They're incorporating it now in the homes where you're working from home and you schooling is from home. And, and those relationships are being rebuilt. They're the ones where the families had so many sports things going on. I know I was a sports family, me, my brother and sister. And my mom, it just seemed like we just kept her up and down the road, traveling to some event, uh, dropping somebody off, picking somebody up. And the pandemic has allowed us to come uh, full circle with that and uh, have family dinners. Uh, we get to talk about how did your day go? Even if you went nowhere, conversations were back in the, in the focal point of family, uh, you know, uh, the tightness, the relationships, all of those things began with the vulnerability. And now I'm being vulnerable because I don't have the space and time to run from here to there. So I have to deal with those kind of isolated issues that I just call myself being busy and never worried about, you know, so it has really called us in this culture of let's take advantage of this. Let's bring humanity back to the humans. And that's really what I try to teach in everything that I do. Uh, the way that I live, I try to live this as well as talk it because it's more powerful when you're living what you're saying. People can see it. It resonates and it's authentic without you putting on a mask, without you having a master class, without you having a webinar, a seminar to try to teach these things. When people interact with you and they feel that, they can feel the genuineness in it. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. I think as things open up more, especially in the United States and around the globe, it's, yeah. it's I, I want to protect that space. I want to protect exactly like what you said, you know, being home more in the evenings, having those family dinners, having that time, not rushing. I have two small children, so I can relate to what you said about your mom, you know, on the go so much, like let's ease into it. I can feel that definitely for myself. Yes. It's just something that we're, we're really all starting to feel. And it's, it depends on the individual, how that's perceived and how, how that's integrated and how that, that it is for each and every one. But to some cap, to some capacity, we're all dealing with that. We're all becoming uh, better. We're all doing the things that is causing us to conversate with each other. We're all doing the things that is making us one with each other again, uh, in some form or fashion. If it's nothing more than just uh, you eating at the dinner table, or you uh, interacting with your children, or you you're actually conversating. I I'm finding myself. I have two adults that uh, uh, college kids, well, one is in a master's program and the other one is getting ready to graduate from uh, college with his bachelor's. And it used to be a point of time where they would work and go to school and come back and forth or, you know, and those kind of things. And we never really had the time and the frame set, you know, because everybody's an adult. And when they get to a certain point, you know, people's like, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy. But now we come to the point that everyone's an adult in the house and we've actually like we checking in, like, how was your day? And, 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 you know, and it's, it was good. And even when parents are, are working from home, you're getting the ability to actually see your children grow and interact. And I know that it can be nerve wracking for having school at home and, and young ones, but you're being put in a place where you can enjoy that. Because if you look on the, the consequences of not being there, 
You look upon those times missed, those years dropped off, a daycare picked up after work. Now you're getting to see that child grow, develop the little things that you wouldn't necessarily catch because you're at a job. You know, so it's, it's a lot of this that we really need to pay attention to, uh, take in and, and enjoy. Absolutely. I love that. It's it's definitely been a benefit of the this time during the pandemic. The forced stop has definitely had many heartaches and yes. things for sure, but also some blessings that we want to continue to keep as we journey and, and as things open up more. So if someone wants to be more vulnerable or they think, yes, that would be a good idea, where do they start, Carl? Uh, you start pretty much with, and what I do uh, what I do when I'm consulting, you start pretty much with a self-assessment. And I'm all, I begin everything with a why and communicate. And I think that is really the dynamic that you deal with with vulnerability. Why am I having these feelings? You know, why is this going on when this happened? Why is that? And once you trigger those those emotions, those thoughts, then you communicate about them. And through and through communication, it's a solution. So once you start working on the whys, well, why do I feel like that when I'm in front of an audience? Or why do I feel like this when people are talking about this and I feel out of place? And then you start dealing with those whys, then you can start getting some answers. And in the essence of getting those answers, then you have things to work on. Then there become the action steps. Okay, uh, I'm doing a broadcast today, but I always get uh, nervousness when I sit this way or when someone's staring at me uh, and just different things. I say, well, stare ahead, stare above the audience, find a place in the audience that's not distracting, stare there, uh, focus your thoughts. There's a lot of ways that you can do those things, but it all begins with you understanding why these actions or reactions are happening when you're in those positions. And once you start that, next is the communication. And once the communication comes, then we can build the steps of action that you need to take. I love that. It's so good. Okay. That awareness and then the communication yeah. and then the action, which is exactly how you piece together the three parts to your business. Absolutely. You're inspired by the why inspires you because when you sit back and you take an inventory and I love to tell people to take inventory because everyone knows what that means across all levels. When you take inventory, you're taking stock of what's there. And when you take an inventory upon yourself, you're taking stock of the things that are within you whether they're good or bad, you're just taking it all in and you make a checklist. Okay. I don't like how I do that. Well, I'm in love with how I do this. So I don't like how I feel about that. And I don't think that we do that enough with ourselves. We're so busy a lot of times and it's not everybody, but the most consensus and generalization is we do that on others. It's easy for us to take inventory of other people. And it's amazing to me that you have a lot of life coaches, you have business coaches, you have these foundational coaches that have not really stepped into the realm of myself before I can pass that on. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be invulnerable and being vulnerable and not dealing with my vulnerability and then try to coach you or then try to teach you life skills or, or try to teach you some of my methods or some of my action steps, because it's to me, it's fraudulent because I'm not doing them. So it's and not like I'm complete and whole in what I am, but I practice what I preach. So it'd be effective to those who are going to do it. So if I got an issue with certain things, I, I, I face that, you know, I face that. 
I had a lot of I had a lot of problems. I talk very well. I speak very well. I'm very uh, <laughs> into vocabulary and words and, and putting sentences and structures together. But I always had a problem with talking to people. And when I say talking to people, not conversational, social, professional, and that takes and it's a big difference. And the conversations are different and the tone is different. And those kind of things. So I just for a while, I just say, OK, well, what am I nervous about? What I'm scared about? You know, I start my palms to sweat when I had to do a, a, a talk or I had to hold a meeting or I had to be in charge of the conference. I started getting sweaty palms. I said, well, what's this all about? Why is this happening? And then it just started triggering me. When I was a kid, I was always just afraid of, of large crowds. In school, I, like if it was a large group, I, I shied away from that. So I started digging into those things. And when I got committed to myself to, okay, I can be better. I can do better because I'm understanding. And then that brought about my inspiration. So then I was inspired to engage more. And I was inspired to let people know me and see me and talk to me and have conversations. And then that gave me empowerment. And that empowerment is what it, it what worked for me. That empowerment is what gave me the power to achieve the things that I'm achieving. And I'm continuing to achieve because I'm still I'm still empowering myself with uh, what I'm learning about myself and what I'm getting inspired by. I love that. Absolutely. We feel that way as well at Rise Up For You, that it, we're continually growing and learning and doing the curriculum, whether it's confidence or emotional intelligence or our business training, we're doing it ourselves as coaches. And that's how we know that it works. And then we can give it to you. So we yeah. totally agree with that as well. We have to otherwise, like you said, we're a fraud in, you know, just telling someone else what yeah. to do and not actually doing that work. And it's easy. And, and the benefit of doing that work, what a lot of people don't understand, I was never uh, uh, throughout college, I was never a cleft no kid. And when I say there's nothing wrong with that, and I agree with that, some people need those in essence as a bridge to understand or to grab or even for time saving or time uh, to do time consuming things in a quicker manner. Uh, but it never, Klepnos never gave me the understanding because I wanted the whole understanding. So if you gave me a Klepnos to a chapter, I never really got what was going on in that chapter. I got highlights of that chapter. And this is how we live life a lot of times. We get highlights of different people and then we put those people in categories. But we're not taking the totality of the person. And that's where the healing comes in. That's where the vulnerability gets healed. That's where the interaction comes. That's where humanity fits in. And we miss that part because we're so busy trying to rectify or correct, you know, those little highlighted parts. But let's find out. And that's why I say it all goes back to the why. My grandmother used to say, when you um, when you boil it down to a low gravy, and I never understood that. She was a cooker. So <laughs> when you boil, she used to tell me, when you boil the meat down to a lowness, you can really see the substance and stuff of the meat because all of the mm -hmm. stuff is going away from it. And that's how I live life. When you really get down to it and you really take out all of those things and you kind of like mine it like a, like a miner, you kind of see... When she's shaking off the dust, there's some gold there. And that's how it is with our vulnerability. Once we shake off of those things that agitated or aggravated, our vulnerability is really our goal. And it's really, yeah. what, it's really what makes Absolutely. us. Yes, Absolutely. It is. Well, Carl, if people want to connect more with you, uh, your website is a great place for them to go, right? Yes, Carl Sean's Daily Word. We can go on there. There's some things that's on there. There's my uh, my business uh, propositions that's on there. Uh, you can also book a call with me. We can talk. We can set up a strategy session and uh, try to see that. I work with uh, business professionals uh, to work on their business culture. I also work with individuals 
to work on their lifestyle. And this is what is key to vulnerability is a lifestyle because vulnerability is you. It's not nothing you can mm -hmm. fix and then sit on the shelf because it's ongoing. So once one vulnerability is conquered, there's another one there. And you just work on that as a lifestyle. And that's where the empowerment comes from. So absolutely, you can go there. And you can also catch me on LinkedIn and see some of my posts, some of the things I do. I'm genuine. I post funny. I post educational, post inspirational. So I got a little bit of everything for everybody. Also on my Instagram as well. You see me on there doing a little dance and I try to make it a little lively. <laughs> yeah, but you I know. I love it. To show we're people all about parts. Yeah, to show people. Joy all and parts, dancing right. as well. Yes. Absolutely. So if you're listening in the car, you can go and look at our Facebook Live as well. Or the LinkedIn is Carl, Carl's Watkins, one, number one. Yes. Or his Instagram is Carl Sean's Daily Word. And that is also his website, carlshawnsdailyword.com. Well, we have one final question for you, Carl. What, all right. What does Rise Up For You mean to you? Rise up for me mean accountability. And that's truly what it means. Everyone could take that. If you're accountable for yourself, if everyone be accountable for themselves, we can all rise up. And that's really what rise up means to me. It means take responsibility for your actions, be accountable for the things that people have for you, be accountable to the ones that's looking out for you, be accountable to the ones that's depending on you. If we rise up, that's what that means to me. And then it encompass everything that's in your circle because we're we're someone's dependent on us, regardless of however you look at it, whether it's a child that we have, whether it's a sibling that we have, whether it's a parent that's looking for us to be that one. Someone is looking for you. You never know who's watching you. You never know who's seeking you out. You never know what someone is looking at for you to be the example for them. And if you live that way accordingly, you always rise up. I love that. Absolutely fantastic. Carl, it's been so great having you on the show today. Thank you. It has been a wonderful and it's been a pleasure. Thank you to everyone that's tuning in and I truly, truly appreciate it. Absolutely. What a great conversation. I love that accountability for yourself, starting with that vulnerability. Well, if you are looking for more engagement and more excitement, I want to invite you to our Rise Impact Business Conference. It is happening this June 2021. All you need to do to get your free ticket is go to riseupforyou.biz slash impact. That's riseupforyou.biz slash impact and grab your free ticket. Well, I'm Lauren Sweeney, the host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Thank you for joining us and we will see you.